Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of This Is Hey, hey y'all. Hey, how's Hi, everybody ladies. doing? We doing. Oh, we I'm doing, doing well. I'm doing well on this hump day. Hump day, no hump. Hump day, no humps. <laughs> well, we somebody needs to be humping on hump day, but that, I think that's another episode. For, not, like, not now. <laughs> not, not now. Uh, on these lady lumps somebody's well okay again another topic (laughs) for another day okay 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 what's going on in the world dr clay what is going on in the world so we we had we had you know we had a good discussion with our last episode but i have something that might be a little heavy today Uh but i think it's important for us to talk about so I don't typically watch the news very often. I think y'all know that about me. I don't watch the news, but I do read. Mm-hmm. Reading is key. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've read recently is about these new, tra- new-ish transgender, anti-transgender laws that are and bills that have been happening all over the United States, mm-hmm. specifically in Dr. J's great state of Texas. Oh, the uh, not so and, great state of Texas. And the not so great state of Florida. Um, and there have been, there have actually been a lot of anti-trans bills that have been, I think started in 2020 and has been right. happening over the last couple of years. But, um, this last one is coming out of the great state of Texas that has gotten a lot of, um, media attention is that which, um, your lovely, lovely governor Abbott, mm. um, wants people to investigate and prosecute parents medical professionals, anybody who is essentially willing to provide um, gender affirming care for trans youth, which just is insane to me. But since I don't live in Texas and and for a variety of reasons, this one included won't be living in Texas. Hey, I, I just, I wanna know how you're feeling about this and what our thoughts, I mean, like this, this is crazy. This is 2022. Yeah. And we feel like we're so progressive and yet we are regressing and we're every day in every so day. many areas. So let me start by saying, um, it is so disappointing when you think about how many marginalized groups there are mm-hmm. in the not so great state of Texas right now. But when I see bills that are purposefully attacking young people and adolescents, it is so disheartening that the powers that be really want to spend time on creating an unsafe, unwelcoming environment for a child. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because that's the thing that's that's one of the many things about these this bill in particular, but a lot of these bills and laws, is that they tend to target young people and children. You're not targeting the adults; you're targeting the ch- children. Which don't 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 pick motherfuckers have other stuff to do. Don't y'all have better things to think about? That, that that, that's my thought exactly. And the sad part is, there's been so much work from like. Um, the APA and like large mental health advocacy organizations like it used to be that like um, you know um, uh, 
being gay or bisexual and things like that, then those used to be labeled mental disorders actually yes. a long time ago. And right. there have been there's been so much work to undo stuff like that, to um to come out and talk against um I'm drawing a blank right now, but the therapy that used to try to make gay people not gay anymore. Yes, okay. And so it's like uh, it's all this work and a lot of that was actually, you know, with with parents and acceptance. And now mm-hmm. it's like there's been so much work and you have these bills that are rolling things back and it's just so it's so messed up and it's unfortunate because kids are so vulnerable like we said and you think about like with um in texas i was just reading how like uh i so i guess the governor wrote a letter but it's not law yet but basically i don't know if it's a recommendation but essentially uh social services has began Mm -hmm. to investigate cases um even though it's not law but ethically like for someone like me with social work you have an ethical obligation one to speak out about it because it's wrong but it's also detrimental so this this law bill whatever it is the fact that it's it just brought up so much for me because working formally in child welfare I just recall how our organization was mostly social workers but it was ran by business people lawyers communication folks and so there were a lot of nuances that they didn't really understand because social services is it is a business and people think that anybody can do it so if you have to you know it's kind of like your code of ethics, you know, federal law, state law, and then whatever policies that you work, you know, in your organization. But a lot of times that's why you have ethical dilemmas because sometimes those things don't mix, they don't align well. And, you know, our duty is for the well-being, especially when it comes to children, vulnerable children. So it just seemed like a clusterfuck. Okay. I'm glad I don't live in Texas, but it's like, these things are percolating to the point where, it will begin to affect us all because when they start mm-hmm. passing these kind of laws in Texas, can't say gay in Florida. What kind of bullshit is that? You can't oh, say gay in Florida. Started on Florida. I mean, you, what's just so frustrating is so you don't want us to say gay. You don't want kids to be kids and play sports because now they're playing sports on the quote unquote wrong team. So you just, you really want to create an unsafe environment. You don't want there to be gender neutral bathrooms. You, you're forcing kids to go into an environment where they are going to be 100%. They are going to be looked upon as something odd, something different, and just put in a, in an environment that is not conducive to them learning because they're focusing on everything else that's going on within the school system. So it's kind of like the and one think- place that kids should be safe, yeah. we are creating the most unsafe environment for them under the auspices of it's wrong. And I think I think the other thing to bring up, right, is right, when, if you're a parent of a transgender child, right? What you want is for your child to get an appropriate amount of help, medical care, mental health care, the care that they need mm-hmm. in a supportive and encouraging environment. Yeah. When this bill, law, letter, whatever, is essentially attacking the idea that you're going to then send your child into gender affirming surgery, which is unheard of in young children. Most of the time before you even get to gender affirming surgery, which is what this bill is even really attacking, you have gone through a slew of things. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And you have decisions like this about whether someone should or should not undergo surgery should have to deal with the the child's parents, the child themselves, their healthcare professional team, and nobody the fuck else. Like I don't just to insert ourselves into a situation that most of us are not going to understand. Because as a heterosexual, you know, cisgendered black woman, what the fuck do I have the right to tell somebody who is transgender what will and will not be good for them both physically and mentally throughout their life, whether they're 10 years old or they're 50 years old. I don't live that life. Right. And I just think it's bizarre that we, you know, and Dr. J, you know, no offense, you know, I love you, mm-hmm. but we struggling to keep fucking heat on during, you know, so, you know, during storms yeah. in Texas, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to focus on. Okay. Well, we want to, we want to, we want to, we want to, we in the early days of world war three, the history books will, this time it's like the, it's like the, the, what is it? Like the right. warm up, <laughs> you right. know, like we, we, we are warming so up. World right. I mean, we have, this is the shit they have do. other issues. We've got Russia yeah. invaded the Ukraine. Like we want to have bills that focus on. on young people. Yeah. Let's start with having great state of Texas, comprehensive sexual health education, yeah. instead of we just in 2020 became a state that would, not object to abstinence plus, but up until then we have been abstinence only. So if we want to really do something for adolescents and for our young people, let's start with comprehensive sexual health education. Well, and if that's you the really that's the want to do something, do something that's going to be meaningful across the board. Like I don't know, making sure that every kid has a warm meal three times a day. Mm-hmm. Like making sure that young people have safe places to live. You know, like, why are we attacking things within the home when there are not systems in place for them to even just be kids? Like, that's, I think, the part that is so frustrating to me is that there are so many other issues that really are impacting our young people. Why are we, as society, latching onto these things that are so far lower on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I just, especially I in such a, especially in a community of people that is already so substantially marginalized. Like we just yeah. have, we have exactly. so many more bigger problems to deal with at this current date and time than worrying about whether someone is getting the appropriate and culturally sensitive and ethically appropriate care which yeah, ain't yeah. got shit to do with you. Yeah. It just, it's, it's, it's so deadly. many. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's so many issues compiled on this one thing that you just kind of have to sit back and be like, why? Yeah. Why? When I read about this, I was like, because I you can't put forks on the, the team that they identify with. So I, I will tell you, like, and I think sometimes as, you know, as a heterosexual cisgender woman, right, that um, wants to be an ally and wants to be an advocate and wants to make sure that everyone is getting what they need. I think a lot of people take things like trying to improve things and just, just do too much. So my example is, so at my job that I work, I work at a big HMO Mm -hmm. and along with trying to deal with, um, 
diversity and inclusion because of all the Black Lives Matter stuff. We've also been doing our best to try and make sure that we um, are more open to our LGBTQA plus community and trying to make sure that we're just, we're giving people the care that they need. So our hospital system went through and labeled every bathroom gender neutral. And my first thought was why the fuck can't it just say bathroom? Like, we are so, we're trying so fucking hard to include everybody. We could just say, bathroom. yeah, go in there, pee, poop, do whatever you're going to do, but just bathroom. And I think that's also something that I, I feel like you don't have to, we don't have to, you know, put a huge focus on this marginalized community, but we also don't have to like go 14, you know, knots past what we need to, to be inclusive. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. It's just like, we are so concentrated on putting people in boxes and labeling the box that we're forgetting that we're just all people we're just all human yep and there are just things that all human beings need to do like go to the bathroom yep you shouldn't have to be like boy or girl or gender neutral it could just be bathroom (laughs) but one thing i will say is we as a society get caught up in that outside of now I'm gonna go on a tangent so you'll have to reel me back in we as a society go way beyond that and do a lot of extra stuff with that anyway so we still need to embrace our human element in our personal lives so you know we're having gender reveal parties and all these don't, don't worry about hey we're gonna let you have yours this time <laughs> you know it's just like there's there's so many more things that we're like oh we got to up the next group or up the next generation or we got to celebrate this or we have to celebrate that that it's pushing the the limits of let's just celebrate that we are all here that we let's celebrate you know being healthy let's celebrate and use our resources to celebrate the fact that, you know, we're in a loving relationship or whatever, but we have to have like, you know, we drop in cannons from the sky that's pooping blue mm-hmm. glitter and all these things, you know? So when we see things like transgender rights is just like, you know, Let's focus on the on the human part of it and just have this human being have a, and I'm gonna keep saying this, a safe, welcoming, nurturing environment to thrive in. Yeah. And it's Especially we've there. seen so many just, I mean, in the last 18 months, we've seen so many violent acts against trans community. We've seen our trans youth and adults that are taking their, you know, the, their stress to the streets. And we really just need to embrace being advocates for what is right for all people that are, you know, humans. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to um, one of my um, at the the place that I work with locally, the organization that I work with locally, 
Um, and we were just talking about like, you know, names and things and how words matter and, you know, how people will say, well, you don't want to use um, a transgender person's dead name or whatever. And, you know, how some people flippantly will be like, well, no, what, what did your mama name you? That kind of thing. And just bringing in and making the family a part of, you know, the whole transition and everything and having a supportive environment. And then you see the schools in certain places that are just undoing all that the family is trying to do mm-hmm. by being supportive. You know, I, I talk about being an advocate for your own sexual health and for your own health care um, and being your own best advocate. And then we create laws and policies where they can't even advocate for themselves like it's just so disheartening yeah 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 but it's it it reminds me a lot of and it's it it's not and it's not the same but it reminds me a lot of you know when we when we talk about abortion care and mm -hmm. the government being involved in abortion care or being involved in contraception Mm -hmm. again I, i just please explain to me as a 60 something year old man, why you should have any right or ability or say it all in what someone does with their body. My body, my uterus. And that's the thing. Like there are, there were, there, there are lists of shit that I told Joe, I wanted them to be working on. Okay. (laughs) Student loans. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like black lives matter shit. I didn't say nothing about that of this other stuff. Okay. It's like say shit about transgender you. I just I'm good with that. Gender. Okay. I'm actually saying we we need more comprehensive sex education. And and if people, if we had more of that, they would know that this is it's not only disgusting and unnerving, uncomfortable, wrong. It's like it is it's literally deadly. Trans youth are more <laughs> likely to commit suicide, they're more likely to experience homelessness, they're more likely to be alienated from their you know families of origin so you know you're just making more obstacles like we have said several times for a group that's already marginalized and to think to 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 have a trans experience on this earth in your body and to gain acceptance in your family whether they're you know cool as a cucumber or you know more conservative but that is a big deal and then to have to be like okay now we got to fight the government like one of the articles that uh, I read earlier it was a um, social services worker it didn't say they were a social worker or not but a worker who got placed on leave and they demanded their child's medical records for um, seeking like trans-affirming care and so I I think that these issues will eventually be in the Supreme Court and I think that we will need some kind of federal legislation if not it's just going to be batshit crazy like that that's my whole not just legislation but protections yeah Yeah. Joe like I need Joe to start with the local level the state level I mean it's it's so it's not just like the, the, the this letter is encouraging people to investigate parents who are seeking care for their children, but what that translates to from a healthcare perspective is if you're telling me that you're about to pass this into law that me as a healthcare provider cannot provide care mm-hmm. to a transgender child or person, mm-hmm. then 
what and this is and this is what happened has happened in a lot of states like i said with abortion care then i will just not practice in the great state of texas the great state of florida i will just leave or or those patients are going to leave and go somewhere else and i don't and in a state as big as fucking texas yeah it doesn't make sense for you to not only alienate an already marginalized community but then to take the few of us, the few mm-hmm. healthcare providers who are not only open and willing and wanting to provide this level of care that already in, in the healthcare system already has its own biases and judgments and all right. that. And we could spend a whole hour talking about, but you've got, it's not like you have, you know, millions of trans, um, providers or millions of uh, providers that are willing to provide trans care or can provide trans care in a, in a appropriate way. So you've got a, you got a small community that is seeking out a small community and you're alienating both of them, making them both feel like targets. Yeah. You are going to wake up one day and you're not going to have healthcare providers that are going to be willing to put their ass on the line to potentially get investigated, which yeah. is more deadly and more harmful for these and we'll we'll probably begin to see that young people and their families are choosing subpar mm-hmm. care and services in no other countries yep. in backroom alley. If we think about how uh, pregnancy termination used to be, and, right? Exactly. I was just thinking just, that. Why are we, why in 2022 are we going backwards when it comes to our healthcare alignments? I just what? do not understand. And think about the group, think like all of this is so nuanced because the truth of the matter is most transgender people never get any gender affirming surgeries. And yep. so these kind of laws are targeting, like the, the laws are intimidating really because it's targeted right. to the healthcare providers and to silence parents, you know, who are advocating for their youth because the youth don't really, I mean, they kids. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so it's really this intimidation factor because the flip side of what Dr. Clay said, you know, oh, people not practicing in Texas or people getting subpar care is just that, um, I mean, yeah, people will start getting subpar care or they won't get care at all. Like the truth is trans affirming care is kind of going back to what you were saying, Dr. J, is it's really just, healthcare that acknowledges a human being having a human experience so when you think about having the government control that then we get into like what is trans affirming care you know what i'm saying like then is is it is it the ability to use their pronouns Right, exactly. I mean, then you get into them having unnecessary access to medical records because they can. And it's just really, you know what I'm saying? Like, now we have, I mean, even something like birth control. Like, I remember when I worked at Walter Reed and talking to a trans youth, and we were talking about um, um, stopping his cycle at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and just simple stuff like that. It's like, why the fuck is that the government? Like, I wish that somebody would be, like, my, my thing is like, you know, the CPS case concern comes in when, you know, this child is self-harming because the parents refuse to bring, you know, bring him to me. But it's like now th- this stuff is just so nuanced. And I think the implications, especially for all of us, you know, being in higher ed, healthcare, mental health, there are implications that will be affecting us directly, affecting the people that we work with. And I think for all the people who are providers who are like, well, I'm just not going to fuck with Texas. It's a lot of people like, 
you know, Dr. J, you established, I mean, if you left Texas, it'd be because you wanted to, but it's like, I mean, it, you know, there are a lot of people who would just, you, you got to fight whichever kind of ways that you can, but it's like, it's just, it's just infuriating because at the end of the day, it's basic health care. This is right. basic human development and anatomy. Human, it's basic development in general. When, you know, when we're talking to kindergartners, we should not be like, even I, this, again, this is a little bit of a stretch, but I remember, you know, one of my best friends is white. And I remember when her boys, they are mixed. When they started kindergarten, they started asking her why was she white and they were brown. And I remember, you know, she was like, where are they getting this from? You know, what, like, why, why are they asking this? I'm like, bitch, you had a, you had kids with a black man. They look different from you. They in school. They're yeah. noticing big, little, you know, uh, red, white, black, like tall, short, you know, like this is what they do. Like, this is normal. So I think it's unhealthy for us to then stop and then tell a kindergartner, we can't say that. I mean, that's different from we can't get our friends, you know, like it's, it's just a whole, it's, it's how can up. you, I saw this um, video of this 10 year old little girl who was talking to the legislative body in Florida. And she's just like, I have two moms. I can't talk about my moms at school because you say I can't talk, I can't say the word gay. Like, how is that even at 10? I get it. So how do you not get it, Mr. So-and-so, whoever, Bill, law, passer, person? Like, so I have a cousin that's gay. I have a brother that's gay. I have a parent that's gay. What, so you're just basically saying, oh, we can't talk about your family at school, but we can talk about everybody else's family. Another, just another example of how we are alienating mm-hmm. and creating an unsafe space for our young people. And it I'm just, just going to keep saying it. Whose fucking business is this? <laughs> This is not didn't do well on. I, yeah, like this is like there are so many other things to care about. And I'm sorry, you know, Governor Abbott, like, don't you have a family and friends and children and I don't know, a whole state to run? Like you have so many other things on your plate that are so much more important than targeting children. It, it 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 continues to blow my mind that we're even talking about this. That this is even an issue. Wonder, once this generation of school children is now out of school, now they're in society, you know, as a as a productive adult. But all of the repressed issues that they will have to address. We want serious out. mental health support. Exactly. So we're we as a society are creating another litany of issues mm-hmm. that we're going to have to address because of politics. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, yeah. I just don't get it. And yeah, my, my no, gut level reaction is. is these people who are making these laws. Like for me, <laughs> my brother he wants to go skydiving, and I'm like, boy. Hell, I, I'm definitely not doing it. I want him to go to like one of those like uh indoor places, indoor, like air fly things. <laughs> yeah, 
And I'm like, don't you get a thrill out of being black and making it home every day? You know, like, <laughs> I just, I just, I like, it's these people cannot have those experiences because, like, seriously, sometimes I just, you know, I'm driving, I'm like, whoo, you know, like, no crazy shit happened to me today. And it's like, I mean, stand alive as a, you know, black woman here in America. I mean, this shit is exhilarating. And I, and that's why clearly, Ain't none of us making these dumbass laws because it's like <laughs> there are other things that we we can think of that actually would benefit people as opposed to setting them back that these people are clearly not trying to hear. And the other thing that something you just said made me think of this as a as a transgender person. Who would sign up for that knowing all of the backlash and all of the stress and everything that you would have to deal with if it wasn't innate to who you were? Who would just wake up other other than I can, I was about to make a bad joke, but (laughs) just like people just, even though it's a lot of catfishing out there right now, people tanning and skin Mm -hmm. and to, to look exotic, but nobody just wants to sign up to just, be harassed and targeted and attacked and all of this if it's not who they really are right so "Mm, i think tomorrow i think "Mm, yes i'm i'm going to become um the transgender person of 20 like nobody just wakes up and says that yeah yeah and most of the time at least in the experience that i have with taking care of, of transgender women most of the time what they want right is respect and acknowledgement Mm -hmm. they want the little things acknowledge my pronouns you're right right Mm -hmm. like talk to me like you would talk to any other woman talk you know handle me like you would handle any other human being Mm -hmm. simple shit Mm -hmm. a lot of them like now like valen you mentioned are not undergoing gender affirming surgery because that's not not actually the most important part the most important part is them being acknowledged and respected in their life right Mm -hmm. when they walk through the world being acknowledged and respected so why we even have to jump to the if you're getting gender affirming care um you shouldn't be like can we just acknowledge people as human beings and when they say my name is katie my pronouns are she, her, hers. Why the fuck can't we say she, her, hers <laughs> and call and call her Katie? Like I don't think like, you is that you know how you spell that? That I mean that's that's really the basic little things, right? It's really right. the basic little things that I think we should really embrace and focus on yeah. at the human level, yeah. Because I mean we it's not even just transgender, but are non-binary i'm i'm neither she nor he you know what y'all i'm gonna bring this up and y'all this because this this conversation just made me think of this do y'all remember when we were in our certificate program Mm -hmm. and we were doing an exercise where we had to sit at we all sat at a table we closed our eyes and our facilitator told us a story and it was a story essentially that we were um heterosexual in a fantasy fantasy land where everyone was homosexual. Do you remember this? I remember we were being told to like, we, that we should ask our, like, if we were, if we identified as women, we were gonna ask our, our close girlfriend to go to the prom with us. And we were like, well, we don't, I don't wanna do that. I wanna go with him, <laughs> right? And just how it must feel it's to navigate a world that is so 
opposite from you. And I remember sitting in that experience and thinking, oh my God, terrible on that example. And it's so everyone in the, in the school is homosexual and they're looking at the heterosexuals and they're like, you breeder looking right. I just remember having just like, wow, how God, how awful. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I, and I remember thinking to myself during that exercise, like I'm, I pride myself on being non-judgmental and non-biased and, 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 and doing my best to, to provide and, and be supportive and encouraging to all people. And in that moment, I I thought, oh my God, how fucking awful would yeah. that be? And to elevate that to just be trans. So not only are you dealing with like figuring out your sexuality, but then to know that what you were, what you were born as, is not what you identify as. And then trying to explain that shit to a lot of dumb mofos in the U S right. I can't even imagine. And so to your point, why would you choose that? Why exactly. would you choose that hard road? It just that marginalized that road? We would not try to be as supportive as humanly possible. Right. Because I mean, if you just think about how it must feel to be physically trapped yeah. in the wrong package yeah, and the people that are looking at you cannot see what you feel. Yeah. So y'all- I'm going I- to make it even worse for you and say, now when you go through this life, I'm going to not even use a word to describe you. Yeah. Yeah. As if you literally do not exist. Yeah. How horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. And I just had an epiphany too, because you know, good old America, you know, everything is about capitalism, right? And we've talked about, we, we have talked about, you know, the implications and family institutions, you know, providers, all this stuff. But really, because I was thinking about this, we were talking about the trans affirming surgery. One, a lot of people don't have it because one, they can't access the shit, okay? You you have to be of a certain demographic to be able to yeah. afford it because it's not covered, right? So we mm-hmm. push these conversations, then, I mean, you're you doing the dirty work for these insurance companies who weren't trying to cover the shit in the first place. Mind mm-hmm. you, they just allowed us, going back to last week, to do telehealth, and that was because of a fucking pandemic, you yeah. know? like So this is like, I mean, it's deeper than don't say gay and you know trans affirming healthcare. like this is about a bottom line uh like it always is in america Mm -hmm. and i think at the end of the day you know it comes back to and you think about how you know i think it was what the obama administration where you know you could add a partner to your health insurance Mm -hmm. and you could you know so it's like these implications are deeper than I mean, yes, it's like you should respect people or that because they're human beings, but fuck that. This is America and this shit is about, you know what I'm saying, rolling some of those protections back that end up putting more money in corporations' pockets, more kickbacks in the governor's pockets. And that's really, you know, I hate to I hate to be on my conspiracy theory shit, but the more we kept talking, I'm like, you know, because I'm like, why would somebody it's like 
some people just wake up and want to feel oppressed and when they don't they just oppress other people because it's like you know i don't have to just try to exist as a black person you know what i'm saying it's like my brain just tries to figure out like why maybe it's just that clinician part i gotta psychoanalyze like why the fuck you why did you wake up this morning with that on your heart and it's just like you know like, you what, what, what you sit in there like who can i totally screw over and jack with well i've been messing with the black people for the last couple of years oh trans people up y'all up next like I don't even Uh I don't understand it and like I said you know how I just feel like there's so many things against our young people our adolescents and emerging adults anyway just being born in the time they were born in and coming up in 2022 with all that we're having Mm -hmm. to deal with why would you want to add yet one other layer of hardship on this population? It's just like you just want to beat them down as much as possible yep. and just and break them for what? For, for existing. Like, I just, I do not get it. You know You're what it is. You're going to have a homogenous, white, everybody's go to the same dang on church and speak to the same we're never going to have that so stop it stop you know what it is we pride ourselves on always talking about how america is a melting pot of so many cultures and diversities and we're the best place to but stop just stop you know what it is right you know what it is is that our young people are coming up in, in a disastrous time, <laughs> the pandemic, <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. but but our young people are smart. They have access to just an enormous amount of information and can call bullshit left, right, up, down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one, I guess, thing that I hold on to is that our young people are smart and they can look up shit and they can be like, mm, that, that shit don't sound right. <laughs> That shit don't sound right. That sound like and you're doing it their way. They're yes, doing it and their I think they're not like, working those forty hour a week plus. Like and you're not their way. And and the powers that be do not like that because no, it's threatening, challenging, threatening, threatening everything that they have worked yeah. so hard to create. Yeah, this big mystique of what is right and what is wrong. But I'm. You know, my closing words, just leave the kids alone. Yes. Focus on some other more important shit, like keeping the lights on during the storms, keeping like the keeping heat these on. gas prices down. Keeping the gas my prices little, down. My daughter I sent me a meme today that said, these gas prices looking like some, some GPAs. These some summa cum laude gas prices. I got one better. I got a meme today that says probation gas price. Okay. The meme I got today said, it says COVID. Y'all can go out and play gas prices. The hell you can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, yeah, they know. Yeah. All I know is Joe need to go ahead and Okay, this gas going up. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about conspiracies, we're gonna send everybody back to work and then jack the gas prices up. Okay, now yeah, I, I I read about that too. Like he's pushing for people, our downtowns need to be filled again. I mean, I was working from home before the pandemic, but I'm like, right. Joe, if you don't stop the bullshit, you need to stop stop the bullshit and stop these damn laws and bills too. Yeah. Why you at it? 
Just something of a since they got Exxon Mobil down there in Houston anyway. Why don't you go and put them gas prices back to 1997 gas prices and make it 99 cents a gallon? 99 I remember. I remember. I remember. So I used to drive. So when I was in high school, I only my senior year in high school, um, I was able to drive my mom's Ford Mustang to school one day a week. Wow. But I had to pay, I had to put gas in it. Didn't matter if the gas was for just that. It couldn't be for that one day. I had to put gas in. And I kid you not. I remember I used to take a 20 and I used to get change back. <laughs> I used to get change back. That's how low gas used to be. Y'all kids ain't gonna know about that. But there are so many more things to focus on than worrying about what type of care our trans youth is getting. How about just make sure that the care is appropriate, it's medic, it's medically appropriate, it's ethically appropriate, and it's what they need. And otherwise, as Dr. J so graciously put it, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't use the F word though, because my baby- She don't use the F word, so Val and I use the F word for her. Leave them the fuck alone. My baby's listening to the podcast, so- I, I drop them all the time. Whatever, your babies know. And that's the, that's the irony, though, because I fear that because there we are we are on the uh, preface to World War Three, um, you know, and all these other things that are happening. I think that it will be more of these things happening on state levels before it rises to something like, you know, uh, right right now we're dealing with the, the war. Are we going to, you know, do the no fly zone, this, that and the third? You know, like I think it will just be, you know, oh, all these things happening over time people unnecessarily being harassed you know not getting the care they need before it rises to like something that this administration will like take on you know seriously so I hope not but that's my that's my realist you know outlook on it so we don't see yeah but I think you Mm. brought up some good points and I would love to hear what um some of our listeners think yeah so especially uh, if you are a person uh, as trans experience yeah yeah Yeah. please um hit us up you can reply to the post you can email us you can dm us but we want to keep the conversations going because that's one way that we can advocate Mm -hmm. especially if you are in a state like texas or florida Mm -hmm. um I think, was it last year or year before? It was Arkansas. So, uh, yeah. Hit us up and let us know. Let us know. Tell us. And if you are a a transgender person that wants to come on This Is Sex and advance the conversation even more and talk about how we can be better allies, by all means, Mm -hmm. hit us up. Yes, 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 yes. On our um, email, our Instagram our podcast comments, where have, whichever way you need to get to us, or you can, I mean, you can obviously send us a message each individually. We all got Instagrams. Okay. We all got websites. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be in there. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that uh, this will take us out for another episode of This, this Is, is it. It.